midrash that just blew my mind in the parsha of Korach holds that after the sin of Korach in the rebellion and after he and the 250 men got up next page you read in the big script yeah and they gather against Moses and Aaron and they criticize them and then uh, Moses says responds to them you're splitting the congregation on Kuf Ayin Zayin and uh, he summons on page Kufain Ches Dosan and Aviron because they were criticizing and they refused to meet with him and then on Kuf Pei he goes to Korach and says show up tomorrow with your pans and put Ketores and I want to talk about Ketores today put it we had it in Pasha's Kisisa about contents of Ketores it's made up of 11 elements, of which the 11th is called Chelvan, which is a disgusting, musky thing. And he tells them to bring them before the Lord, each, each one with his pan, and each of his 250 colleagues. Put fire on it, and stand by the O.L. Moed, by the tent of meeting. So everyone did it, and then God's glory appeared. In Shlishi, it says, uh, separate yourself, because I'm going to destroy them in a minute, Karoga, in a minute, okay? Mm-hmm. And so, I, he's got, so there's 250 men in Karach all standing there right, with, with their, their fire with their fire, right. When Moses and Aaron hear that God is going to destroy them, uh, they fall on their faces and they say, one man should sin, meaning Korach, and everyone else should be burnt. That's vicarious suffering of the masses for the sins of one. So he responds, and then um, there's a there's a sign that Moses tells them that God chose me rather than you, and the sign is that the earth will open its mouth and swallow them. And he hadn't finished in verse 31, chapter 16. As he finished speaking, the earth opened up underneath them and it swallowed them. Next page, right? And they went into the grave alive. They were swallowed alive. And everyone else was afraid and they ran away. And then a fire went out and destroyed the 250. So, um, so who's falling into the ground and who's being destroyed by fire? See, that's a good question, right? That's a good question. Osom ves botehem ves kola odomashele korach means his group. But then there was the 250 uh, men, who had brought the fire pans, they got swallowed up by fire. I'm still not interested in that. I'm interested in chapter 17 and in Ravi, page Kuf Tzadik Aleph, the people are murmuring against Moses and Aaron, saying, you killed the people of God. So now Moses and Aaron are being accused of doing this ruse to kill them. They run to the Mo- they run for their lives to the Oel Moed, and it was covered by the cloud, and God's glory appeared. And now in Ravi, let's pick up the Shakespearean drama from here on. And God says to Moses, again, from this Edo, so that I will destroy them in a minute. 
By Yiplo, the name, and again they fall on their faces. Do you see that? So the word Kuroga is said again. First time he says Kuroga, and now he says Kuroga. Take the fire pan and put it on fire on the Mizbech. And again, Sim Ketores. We're back to that Ketores. And go quickly to the Eidah. And quickly atone for the people because the, the rage, he's telling his brother, the rage is already spreading and everyone will be killed by a plague so hurry up take that very same fire pan and he ran to the kahal and when he came already the plague had begun among the people and he put it on the fire pan the katoras and he sins for the people and when he stood between the living and the dead the plague and it turns out there were 14,700 people who were killed by the Magaif what I'm interested in is why does the Midrash jump in here and why does it tell us about the Katoris at this point in the time? Okay, so the Katoris is some kind of schooler. It has magical properties that Aaron uses and in fact it stops the plague. If I would say in modern you can get an army today, ninja cockle meningitis can kill an army in 24 hours. That very uh, We've seen it during the wars. Oh, he had an antibiotic, okay. Clearly Chazal felt this was a schooler. Um, let's look at your base. So the Medrash Tanchuma fills in the gap as to, because there's always a question. Anytime the Medrash says something, it's based on a, a problem in the text, a lacuna in the text, a repetition in the text, or something thematic that doesn't make sense. Re'e kamochaviva katoras. Because the tr- question is, what is this katoras, and what's its operational value in this in this magical treatment and to stopping the living from the dead? Sha'al yideha katoras magaiva. This was the agent by which the plague was stopped. So we're looking at it very rationally, right? When Moshe commanded Aaron to do this, he immediately he runs and he goes to the people and he sees that the plague had already started. Just remind me, how does why does the plague start? Because the people were murmuring and and they were ready to lynch it was a lynch mob and Moses and Aaron run to the old Moed and God appears and says just give me a second I'll deal with them okay Motza Aaron now here comes the here comes the backstory that's not written in the text between the words Vayikach Aaron Kasher Dimoshe Vayorots right and the next verse of Vayitain Es Hakatera so the Medrash fills in the gap with this backstory what is it on his way, Mozart, 
למלך שהוא עומד ומחבל. He sees the מלך, God isn't doing it, he sends an angel of death. עומד ארון קונקטו ולא היו מניחו לחבל. So he stands in front of him and says, hey, 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 you're not going to do this, I'm, I'm stopping you. So the posuk he stands between the dead and the living is reinterpreted as he's standing between Am Yisrael and the Malach that causes the Mason, not the Mason themselves. Because obviously the Medrash is saying that he's stopping the Malach Amovis in his tracks. So now there's a conversation that goes. It's just an amazing conversation. Hanicheni ve'e'ese shalichusi. I'm a shaliach. Please let me do my work. Been sent on a mission. You're interfering with my mission. Amalo Aaron, Moshe shalachani, ve'kodesh baruchu shalachachos. I'm also a I'm also a missionary. I have a mission. Who sent me? Moshe Rabbeinu. Who sent you? The Rabbeinu Shalolim. So we have a problem. I've also got a, I have a mission to stop it, and you have a mission to make it. Can you imagine the drama? I'd love to be a fly on that wall, right? Now listen, let's go to the boss, right? Let's go to the mafia boss, and you go to your mafia boss. They're both sitting in the oil moed, and let them, let, let's, let's make a decision. So Aaron has a ruse. He's clever. He's a human being, right? He's not a malach. Malach is on a mission. He's like straight. Let's go. Lo hishkiach malach ad she atzara Aaron b'mosno v'holicho. Shenem avayosh of Aaron and Moshe and Pesach Oel moed v'amagef v'netzra. And it wasn't even that time when they went back to the old moed that the whole drama had already. Taking place and it stopped. What do you mean, You just got through saying, I'm going to my boss and you're going to your boss and let's work it out and let's duke it out, right? And suddenly the next thing is that the plague had stopped. How did that happen? That Aaron took him what does that mean he took the katoras the last two lines when Aaron saw the malach pressing against him he stood with him with force Nosan Machtov Shal Katoras Al Parabini threw the Katoras in his face, Shanema Yasimu Katoras. Now go to here. Where? So what does it mean by Yamdu Bena Mesim Benachim? You just got through saying that the Mesim really meant the Malachamovis. How do we know? Where did you get the secret that the Katoras was this magical thing that would stop the plague? When Moshe was going up to get the Torah, you think he just got the words of the Torah? There was a whole drama going on. The Malachi Hashorah says, man is so low, you don't want to allow him to have the mitzvahs. Keep the Torah in the Shemaim. Keep the Hod. Keep the glory in heaven. Don't give the Torah to man. Miyat kol echod ve'echod. <laughs> and then v'chulu means, and God says to them, well, do you put on tefillin? No. Well, the mitzvahs are doing Do you put mezuzah? No. Yeah. By the time he got through the 613 mitzvahs, the malachim said, oh, oh, really doesn't apply to us, doesn't it? Okay, you can give it to him. You keep the glory in heaven and give the Torah to them on man. 
And so they all became very friendly with Moshe Rabbeinu. Each of the 24 angels gave him 24 matonas, which would go to the kahuna. As it says in Tehillim 68, you went up to heaven, you took, you took prisoners, meaning you vanquished them, you were able to grab the Torah and bring it down. Then it says, The word ba'odom doesn't make sense. You took matonos ba'odom because they realized that you were human flesh and the Torah and mitzvahs apply to only odom and not angels. You took these gifts because you were a human and you became friendly with them. The gifts being the mitzvah. Yes. So you gave, you took matonas. Now look what it says. This crazy Gemara in Shabbos. The Malachamovis is an angel up there. He's the bad guy, but he's still one of the angels. What gift does he give Moshe Rabbeinu? He gave him a gift. To, to tell him the antidote to the very way he kill, he kills through an infectious disease and he gives Moshe the antibiotic for the very disease that he's causing that's the matonas he's giving in heaven crazy if the Malacham Ovis wouldn't give him the recipe, the ingredients to make this Katoras, how would he have known it? It's not told to you in the Torah. Where did he get the Katoras formula? He got it from the Malacham Ovis himself. So when the Malacham Ovis is sent down to destroy Klal Yisrael, Moshe Rabbeinu has the ingredients of the antibiotic that will stop the plague. Now I ask you, this is a very enigmatic medrash. What, what could it possibly mean that you're going to the very person who sent on his shlichus, right? And he's got this powder keg of, 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 of virus or meningococcal meningitis that's going to kill Yisrael very quickly and Aaron stops him on the way and, and is able to to stop him because of the very gift he gave him the, the Shakespearean paradox is so it just stopped me in my tracks at 3 o'clock in the morning on Friday night and I was staking away as to and no one says anything no one, no one, no one gets the irony of this I, I looked everywhere, no one gets the irony and then it hit me if I'm going up there, what is the biggest gift that I could get from upstairs beyond Torah? It's the mean, biggest gift. You mean if you're Moshe Rabbeinu? Yes, in this and I'm content. up there and I'm bringing the Torah and I'm going to be a very good boy and I'm going to get all the mitzvahs. What is the most important gift that I could have received from upstairs? My mortality. My mortality. The Malachamovis is the biggest gift that I could have received on Har Sinai. Why? Because my death makes every moment of my life precious, valuable. It gets me up in the morning to do the daf and the zoya and all this. And it forces me to look at my children and my parents and my family with such a sense of fragility and preciousness. The very mortality of life 
that gives me the secret to living a full is Vayamod Ben Amesimo Ben Aaron gives us the gift of the Ketores, which is the gift of that inner knowledge that we are mortal. And he stands between the living and the death. So in, as a spiritual manual of discipline, this pericope tells me that the gift of life and the knowledge of death are so intertwined that they together make my life precious.